Hey, Steve here. None of the scenarios on this show are based on actual events. Believe it or not, they're completely made up. Enjoy! And I'm Steve, and I'm Bones. And this is Killed to Death. And it's the Improvised True Crime Podcast. And it's the Improvised True Crime Podcast. Oh, you're testing out a double tagline. In case they missed it. Yeah, exactly. In case they zoned out. (laughs) Which happens. We get a lot of listeners saying, can you release that episode again? I missed some of it. And we have to tell them, it's okay. You can listen as many times as you want. Yeah. They don't know. <laughs> well, the recently um, big news for us, as exciting um, blue heads will know, there's a new uh, Avatar trailer. Finally, the uh, the series is continuing. The adventure goes on, and they yeah. release a trailer for the second installment. He's got plans for five or however many he has, but uh, initial reactions, we're just going to break it down. Uh, thoughts and feelings, what we're most excited about. This can be like a YouTube video. Griffin and Steve yeah. react to the Avatar Yeah, exactly. Trailer. So it's going to be playing in the corner. Keep, we'll keep an react. eye out for the thumbnail to this episode. We're going to be making big like open mouth faces. And there's going to yeah. be big yellow text <laughs> over our face. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's going to say like OMG yeah. in like a big star cutout. WTF. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which I should say is my initial reaction. OMG. WTF? You, I, you know that. I said it out loud when I first saw it, and I'm saying it again right now. And why is that? Well, first I should say for listeners at home, that's oh my god, what the oh, fuck? Yeah, sorry. Just in case, um, anyone's new, um, to the show, those are the kinds of things we and say all the time. Ju- that's during the like uh, Warner Brothers logo. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I thought this was Paramount. What the fuck is going on? So this sign's I, huge. <laughs> Yeah. And I, I got scared. I had to pause it. Um, you didn't watch the rest of the trailer. <laughs> no, but I listened from the other room while you watched. Yeah. Um, it sounds awesome. And it sounds really, really cool, which is kind of the selling point of the franchise is my understanding. It's kind of what I took away from the first one was just the sound design. It was just incredible. It was just like, yeah, I just could listen to this as like a record and it would be amazing and i just remember the score like i can't stop listening to the songs from avatar Me one and julio down by the schoolyard yeah <laughs> sitting by the big old tree hello darkness my old friend there was oh, that one there was a yeah yeah you can call they me use that one over and over Kodachrome? again. Use that. <laughs> Hello, Darkness. They like kept playing that one. I was like, they must have been uh, really paying for the rights. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my my biggest on. reaction, I was, I was very surprised um, that they had. So we all have uh, know the culture of Avatar around 2009, and we never actually watched the movie. Um, but we know uh, very little about it. Like they're blue and they're looking for unobtainium. Those are the things that w- we know. Uh, Even if you've seen the movie, that's all you know. And so I was very surprised that none of that is back. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. I they've gone with like this n- normal nuclear family living in suburbia. Yeah. 
And I think they just realize that if you can't obtain it, they're like, we can't, we can't make this what the movie's all about. Yeah, it's like Patrick Wilson is a dad. Yeah. <laughs> and the house is haunted. <laughs> yeah. He's always in those. And Steve, uh, uh, people were saying we watched the wrong trailer. I don't <laughs> think so. No, no, no. People were saying you watched The Conjuring 3, The Devil Made Me Do It trailer. I don't think so. I don't think so. Does explain uh, why you got so scared and went in the other room. Yeah, and I was skipping around a lot, and it was a lot of recommended for me on YouTube, so it was a lot of ESPN first take videos that I was watching, but I'm, yeah. amidst those, I think I saw the Avatar 2 trailer, and uh, mostly water. So what do you have one final reaction for us? Yeah, which uh, definitely has to be um, too soon. You know, make us wait for it. Yeah, it's still tragic. Yeah, the loss of the tree in the first one. I don't see. I don't even know that much. Something, the tree gets destroyed. I think. Well, damn, or good. It's their home. I think they live in the tree. They all live up in uh, like a treehouse. It's like, well, no, I think it's just like a giant important tree. Mm, The Giving Tree, could be. Or Groot. And where is that crossover? Oh my god, just imagine if the Avatar aliens lived in the Giving Tree. Yeah, well imagine if Shel Silverstein was in the MCU. <laughs> Think about it. Uh, Steve? Yeah? Speaking of tragedy, yeah. would you like to solve a murder? Yeah. The victim, Count Frogula. Tennis player found dead. Today's guest, Dr. Gumbo, Count Frogula's tennis partner who found their body. A doctor, hello. Uh, man, what the hell? So crazy, everything I've been through. <laughs> How recent was this? Yeah, did this just happen? You look shell shocked. Yes. Yeah. I. Yeah, hi guys. Sorry. It's yeah, I'm still shocked for sure. I can see the tennis courts in the background. Are you is this you're still there? Did you just pick up your phone and and call in? The the hearse just took uh <laughs> Count Frogula away. They brought a hearse directly? They didn't bring like an ambulance or anything? Well, no, I mean Count Frogula had no family, so so why bother? Their body stayed on the tennis courts for quite a while. Like a few days. Right. And, well, and the coroner and the and everybody would check it out. But I just ended up calling my buddy Chicklet, who drives a hearse. <laughs> I don't, to come and get rid I of this shit. I don't think you're you supposed I mean? to do that. I think they were probably keeping the body there as like evidence in a crime scene. Well, here's the thing. I'm a very influential doctor at this tennis court. <laughs> uh, you know, it's part of a club. Yeah. Everybody here is very wealthy and well off, including myself. Mm. And so when you're guys like us, you can kind of, you know, it's an exclusive club. You can big dog laws all you want. And uh, police did show up and they were like, this should go to a morgue now. And. <laughs> You know, we should, you know, do the proper, go through the proper channels with this dead body and 
I said, Count Frogula is my tennis partner. They're my friend. Leave them right where they are, pigs. And uh, then I gave them all uh, a free 99% cocoa chocolate bar. (laughs) (laughs) That'll shut them up. As a doctor. On the house. And those are expensive ones. So... Are you a doctor lint. of medicine? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, but especially mm. I, I spe- I'm I'm a specialty doctor. I specialize in one certain place, which is definitely good for tennis players. Um, the elbow, <laughs> the racket. No, so you know, really short shorts that tennis players wear. They don't go down too low. They just gracefully cover your naughty bits, and then they basically stop there midway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'd say about five, six inches in length, these tennis shorts. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> You're a doctor so, of those? Uh, no. Oh, but okay. the part of the thigh just under those shorts, which gets a lot of strain from playing tennis very hard. And being mm. out in the sun. And being out in the sun. Oh, yeah. We've d- seen lots of sun problems on that part of the thigh. So it's in um, between Bubbly thigh? red skin, rashes. <laughs> You're talking like knee to bottom of short, that section? Not even knee. Mm, Not like even the knee. About two inches above the knee. Let me... Yeah, you're wearing those shorts now. Yeah, so two inches above the knee and two inches below the private part. That's my specialty. It's called tennis player's thigh spot. <laughs> Yeah, there's and, a big uh, uh, there's a big artery. I operate there, right? on that. Hmm? There, there's a big artery there, right? There's a big artery. There's a bone that wraps all the way around. Wraps all the way around. <laughs> bone goes around. <laughs> yeah, like kind a spiral of like, down know, the thigh. Yeah, like kind of like the the way that that the circle wraps around you on the top of a sail on a sailboat if you're climbing up the mast, and. Uh, do you know what I'm talking about? Like the protectionary... No, this analogy's made things worse for me. <laughs> yeah, I thought I did until I started picturing a sailboat. <laughs> it's kind of like a bone holster for your thigh muscle. Now I got it. Oh, okay. <laughs> like a cage for... It's like ribs for your thigh. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's go with that. I'm going to tell my patients that from now on. But that's my specialty. (laughs) A lot of patients are asking. They're like, what is this bone? (laughs) I never had the best way of... Yeah, I said said, uh, meat muscle holster thing circle. But uh, yeah, rib cage for thigh muscle. Yeah, I like that. And you're a tennis player yourself. Yes, very good tennis player. I get 40 love so fast what does that mean uh it's just some good good amount of points well you can tell us as a as a tennis expert why do they not just say wouldn't that be four nothing or five nothing i know what you mean yeah why not just say that no i know what you mean it bugs me too i know and then 40 love means we're tied i think it's just stupid 4d sounds uh, like avatar yeah i don't think avatar's in 4d Yeah, it is 4D. Where the seats move? No, it stinks in the theater. Avatar 2, the trailer kind of, yeah, got me interested when they they do cut to them playing tennis for a sec. (laughs) Um, I was like, oh, it's not as dramatic as uh, the last one. There was no tennis in the last one. No. Everyone was like mad and stressed. 
Are there good um, tennis movies? There's yeah, Wimbledon. Well, it's King Richard. Oh yeah. King Richard is awesome, man. Will Smith is like my hero. Um one because of how good he is as uh, Venus and Serena's father in King Richard, but sure. two also because he doesn't take shit from comedians. <laughs> You know, like anyone who tells a joke is not serious about life, in my opinion, and should mm-hmm. be slapped the fuck up. Oh, well, yeah, I'm not going to put his wife's name in my mouth. That's for sure. Oh, I don't give a shit about her. She's fucking stupid. Oh, no. <laughs> you got to be careful. Uh, <laughs> Especially what? as a Chris Ock. Ooh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, I think <laughs> that lady is really stupid. But <laughs> yeah, I also, now you're in the clear. Stop, man. <laughs> I think her hair sucks. <laughs> I think her hair is stupid. I think she's, you know. But Will Smith is awesome. <laughs> oh, he's going to be very conflicted <laughs> listening to this. And I think co- all comedians are mean and stupid, and they deserve a good old Gary Cooper style sock in the mouth. <laughs> uh, John Wayne, you know, all those are my heroes. Yeah, all all the tennis players were not on the on the film set. And Will Smith is carrying in the tradition of uh, John Wayne and Gary Cooper and all those guys. I'm going to punch you. You know what I mean? And and he did it. And it's good because Chris Rock is a fool. He's never been serious in his life. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think this will inspire him to get real. I hope so. I he was in so that because uh, Saw movie. That's the thing. And I saw some potential there. You know? <laughs> oh, but you like that he one? Is, that, that was his best thing he's ever done. <laughs> And then, uh, so I was really excited. Like, okay, maybe he's getting serious. He's he's taking life serious. He's turning a leaf. And then you see him at the Oscars being a goddamn vaudeville clown again, yucking it up. He should have come out on stage and told everyone that Jigsaw was there. And he should have told them to stay in their seats, but that the challenge has been proposed. And then they should have played it out like an actual movie of Saw, that he's looking for Jigsaw in the theater. So, Steve, I would instead, have loved of, to see, yeah. instead of the Oscars, you think it should have been a Jigsaw trap for all the celebrities? Well, yeah. <laughs> for a person who doesn't like most of celebrities, I would have loved to see... Every celeb at the Oscars ripping their guts open to try and find a key. <laughs> and cutting their friend's legs off and shit. I'd still love like a sweeping jib shot of that, like <laughs> yeah. from overhead over the crowd and everyone plunged <laughs> their hands in themselves. <laughs> to be honest, I would love to even moving away from Saw, I would love to the movie seven all of those celebs. Just like Put their feed one the until they're just yeah. <laughs> yeah, put their head. Yeah. But you know, just kinda it'd be kinda cool to see like a dead celebrity. <laughs> yeah, because it's not fair what they did to Kevin Spacey. So it'd be cool to see <laughs> Kevin Spacey come back and get his revenge by being his seven character to <laughs> everyone at the Oscars. <laughs> Poor Kevin Spacey, man. He got yeah, screwed it's for, not fair. for just being a guy who wants to have fun, in my <laughs> <Okay>. opinion. <laughs> What? This is Dr. Gumbo's real opinion. <laughs> Dr. Gumbo, does most of your money come from uh, medicine or does it come from playing tennis? What's your true profession here? It goes like this, money-wise, because I, I have three incomes. Money comes from, for me, uh, 
being a yeah a tennis thigh doctor okay. one <laughs> two my podcast where i just tell it like it is <laughs> And then at the bottom three, yeah, I make scratch winning tennis tournaments at my club sometimes. Yeah. I, but that's more me and my buddies putting the money on the table, you know? Right. What's your show called? My show's called Oh, Give Me a Fucking Break. <laughs> With Dr. Gumbo. With the, oh, Give Me a Fucking Break. But it's called O G M A F B. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> like it's, it's like Mark Marin's WTF, but mine's yes. O G M A F B. Oh, give me a fucking break with Doctor Gumbo. W D G. Yeah, and I rail against everything that I think is just stupid these days. Comedy. Um, Kevin Spacey's treatment. <laughs> Kevin, the treatment of Kevin Spacey, who's just trying to have fun. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> you do seem an, uh, like a natural podcaster. We should say some guests are nervous thanks. on here, but you've mm-hmm. you've uh, quickly shown that you're you're a master in front of the mic. Have you had any? I have four. I have four million listeners, subscribers. Wow. Whoa. So you don't yes. need the promotion on this show. But yeah, yeah, this is maybe you could have us on your show. That would be great. I have two million patrons. Two dollars a all is all you need i uh, count that add that up a month <laughs> what is that <laughs> four million yeah that's and what i'm saying <laughs> i make four million a month and i make more than that <laughs> as doing the thigh, thigh doctor, doctor thing first yeah wow because <laughs> wow. you treat like all the tennis stars like the williams sisters themselves yeah. roger mm-hmm. federer uh yeah. what nadal i'm sure you Djokovic. Know. Djokovic, I treat, who also, in my opinion, is getting screwed by the public. <laughs> like, he's you just know, trying to have free- fun. Where did, yeah, where did freedom go? You know what I mean? Give me a fucking break, you know? Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> want to get facts, so what? He's just trying to have fun. <laughs> uh, have you had any high-profile guests on your yeah. show? We have a give me a fucking break button that I hit, like what you just said. Like sir. a, a that was easy button? I go like this on my podcast. I go, Djokovic's not allowed to go to Australia now to play in the tournament. And then I hit it and it goes, give me a fucking break. Give me, give me, give me a fucking break. So you're like a AM radio show <laughs> with like fart sound effects and uh, yeah, give toilet me a, flushing. Give me, give, me, give me a fucking break. <laughs> but it's on Spotify. Spotify picked me up. I was independent before. <laughs> so you're an exclusive yeah that's sick right that is isn't sick. that sick how much money i make just <laughs> t- just fucking telling it like it is <laughs> and even more money working on celebrities thighs it's crazy man i'm busy <laughs> to be honest doing my podcast is really easy for me <laughs> no research goes into it just my true gut feelings so don't worry about that. I just got to go on and be myself, and I rake in that dough. But the thigh tennis, th- tennis thigh, I I cornered that market myself. That was a lot of doctor school or whatever, <laughs> and medical when school. You, when you play tennis, Doctor Frogula was your partner. Or sorry, can't. Yeah. What the hell, eh? Poor kid. Uh, how how old was 
was Count Frocula. <laughs> Count Frocula, probably Frocula. I said Frocula. Um, Count Frogula, hmm, I'd, I'd say he was about 51 years old. And do you mind if I ask how old you are? I'm about 50. <laughs> okay. okay. I guess you threw me off when you called him I'm saying that about kid. 50 because I want to be honest and say 49, but honestly, I'm 50 next week, so whatever. Well, I gotta, I gotta, I, I gotta own up to it. I'm. You're telling it like it is. Everything. Give me a yeah, fucking give me break. A fucking G- break. G- give me a fucking break. G- 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 <laughs> give me. <laughs> g- give me a fucking br- 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 break, break, break. <laughs> Wipe out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Leave Kevin Spacey alone. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. Yes, I did. <laughs> and wh- what percentage out of the three-hour show is this? <laughs> All the time, baby. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not even trying to be funny. I'm trying to be as serious and real as possible. Well, sure. yeah, you, you hate comedians, famously. I hate comedians because they don't take life seriously. They don't follow any rules. Uh, yeah. Uh, have you read the book 12 Rules for Living? No, can is you that go by uh, that? It's by Dr. Jordan Peterson. Right. Uh, oh, I'm writing a book called 38 <laughs> Rules for Living." You idiot! There needs to be more rules. Jordan Peterson needs to take life more seriously. Yeah, that's the thing. He's too funny. He goes on and TV and talks like Kermit the Frog, and then starts crying all the time. <laughs> that's pretty funny. <laughs> I know. That's what I mean. Like He's we need a real man. Up. I've never seen him punch anybody. I don't know. Has he tried cutting out everything but meat? I hope so, because meat is the strength. Yeah, that's all you need. I've heard. Mm -hmm. What's the biggest rule you think he left out? Well, uh, you know, probably um, don't be polite to a stranger. (laughs) Like, why would you give a stranger that? power over you that should be number one rule you know what do you do when you meet a stranger i don't give them any status over me Mm -hmm. (laughs) go on your tippy toes if they say anything to me like excuse me could you help me with my grocery bags or something or do you know where such and such intersection is i look down at them like they don't uh deserve the air i breathe you know and you don't give them you don't give him room to maneuver at all. And then you are the king of that interaction. <laughs> so you can, you just don't answer. You just. <laughs> and stand in their way and they like try and go around you and you block them. <laughs> and then you yes. strut away. Yes. I declare my dominance. And uh, that's the thing too. Like, here's the thing, boys. If you're walking around a city that you don't know, you better know where you want to go. You could ask somebody, hey, where's this intersection? Right. And then they'll go, oh, right over there. And uh, with their right hand and left hand, be pickpocketing your wallet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you think it's weak to not know where to go in a city? It's weak to do a lot of shit, man. <laughs> How long have, had you known Count Frogula for? <laughs> I'd say about... He was new to the club. Uh, I would say about... Three years? 
from that whole time he since he joined. Yeah, he was one of those weird guys to me though. Like, he would read books that weren't about real things. Do you know what mm. I mean? Like, he was always reading a book, and you know, it wasn't like you know Talking how about like a sa- fiction book. Yeah, like Sapiens teaches you about the history of the world, and you know, like, but he and you know, Atomic Habits is the only a- book I read. I just read it over and over again. Okay, oh, you and know the what? subtle art of not giving a fuck. Okay, that book I, is perfect. Yes, exactly. So I tip my hat to you. Those are the type of books that I like to read as well. If I have to read a book, if I'm on a long flight or something. But you guys don't like Tucker Max. What's Tucker Max? Is that I hope they serve beer in hell? It sure is. That oh. can't be fiction, right? <laughs> I think that qualifies. I, my friend told me I should read that. Maybe I thought I'll you were about that. to pull it off the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> I should probably read that. My friends, but yeah. So, Doctor Frogula, like when he wasn't playing tennis at the club, he would get first of all he'd get a cocktail, which is weird to me, whatever. But to each his own. I usually like a nice cold beer after tennis. But uh, I forget what cocktail he got, like a I don't know Manhattan or something like that. Weird. And he would yeah, and he would read a book, and I'd be like, what What are you reading? Thinking it would be like Atomic Habits or sapiens or or something like that um or uh 58 easy ways to build your own tennis court (laughs) (laughs) um that's a lot of ways (laughs) uh, ways to build a tennis court (laughs) yeah there's this new book i'm reading right now called flash jasm and it's about how to uh date a woman for years without ever having her really get to know you. That is the worst part of dating. Yeah, so I'd be like, what are you reading, Dr. Frogula? Are you reading Flash Jasm or 52 Ways to Build Your Own Tennis Court? (laughs) That's the prequel. (laughs) (laughs) And he would be like, no, I'm reading this by author such and such. It's a story about a guy who goes on a store. What? What is that? What are you? Eight years old? Anyways, you know. So it's made. So he up. was always kind of. Pe- he was always kind of peculiar to be in that way. Like he liked f- fantasies, I guess that m- people would make up. I guess, but I don't go for that kind of stuff, you know. So what? But you guys you still became partner? partners. Yeah. yeah. He's good at tennis. Okay. Oh. <laughs> was. And here's here's the thing, guys. Sometimes in this world. If you can benefit from someone else's, um, you know, expert, uh, just they have something to offer you that you can benefit from. Like you have to take advantage of it. You have to compromise. So even though, you know, Count Frogula and I wouldn't see eye to eye and like anything that we did outside of the tennis court, we were really good together on the tennis court. And I wanted to be really good because I wanted to win that dough, you know, so... But poor kid, eh? Damn. Yeah, can you talk a bit about the condition of his body when you found it? Oh, it was ruined. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. Are we talking totally wrecked? Totally wrecked. Oh, man. Yeah. Demoed? I think demoed. Yeah. You know? Like, it looked like someone had held his face in front of the uh, electronic tennis ball serving machine 
and put the speed on high for the tennis balls. <laughs> it looked like uh, the Wiley Coyote had finally, not to sound all weird or anything, but it looked like Wiley Coyote had finally caught the Roadrunner and, you know, one of his Acme machines finally worked. <laughs> finally bashed its brains out like Wiley Coyote <laughs> wants. Yes, exactly. To be, yeah, to use a children's metaphor. <laughs> That's good. We have a lot of children listeners. <laughs> okay, good. And when did you find him? Oh, I found him that morning when I went to go have my orange juice by the sprinklers. <laughs> he was just on the court right in front of that tennis ball machine. I always go to the club early in the morning. My match is usually about 6 a.m. I go about 5 a.m. Um... Yeah, there's a guy working the breakfast bar, setting up the uh, breakfast buffet there, uh, named Ashford. And uh, Ashford always makes me fresh orange juice, right? So I get a, I get a glass of fresh orange juice, go down to the... There's these benches where you could watch the sprinklers water the flowers, which is... Sounds a bit peculiar, but... It, Weird. I, I like to, and that's the thing. But it, you know what I... I have to admit, maybe I am a little bit weird myself. I like to look at the sprinklers, splash the flowers, and it helps <laughs> my thoughts grow. But the tennis match that day, and anyways, I look over and in, in tennis court number one, I see Count Frogula laying there, ruined, totally wrecked, like we were saying. And I just go shake my head and go, "Poor kid." What we're gonna do is take a quick break. Yeah. When we come back, hopefully we can figure out who totally pwned the body of Count Frogula. Yeah. And also check out Oh Give Me a Fucking Break on Spotify. Yeah, during during our break here, during our like ten second musical interlude, if you can go boot up an episode of Give Me a Fucking Break with Dr. Gum. Yeah. It's not for it's really fun. I just tell it like it is. It's not for anybody who possesses any empathy. We'll be right back. And we are back on Kill to Death. Uh, I all three of us maybe the improvised true crime podcast. The improvised true crime podcast. Thank you. Uh, I'm still here with Steve. Yeah. Steve, your big nickname's Bones. It's one of my biggest. What are you, what are some of your lesser known nicknames? We did this. Oh, okay. And we are also still here with Dr. Gumbo. <laughs> Hello, boys. Hello. Uh, Hello. You recently had a tragedy. The hearse just pulled out of the lot. Uh, containing oh, the remains of your tennis partner, Count Frogula. Poor kid. 50. 51? 51. Yeah. But uh, it, nothing prepares you for seeing, I don't know, whatever I just saw, the hearse drive away, you know? Oh, that was what was rough? Was the hearse drive Not leaving? his head smushed in? Oh, that was a tough way to go. There's no doubt about that. But yeah, you'd never live long enough to, you never think you'll live long enough to see a hearse pull away from your favorite tennis club. <laughs> 
Now, Dr. Gumbo. That hurt me. That hurt. You you are in order of um, profit. You mm-hmm. are a uh, medicinal doctor for people's thigh, doctor, thigh area. Tennis thigh area doctor. Mm-hmm. Just under the s- tennis shorts. <laughs> <laughs> two inches below the genitals to two inches above the knee. Mm-hmm. That's right. Right where the bone fully encircles someone's thigh, like a cage, like a meat holster, or like mm-hmm. when you're climbing up a sailboat and get tangled. <laughs> Have you seen Jaws? Yes. Yes. So maybe it's a hunting thing. I don't rem- I don't know because I haven't been out to sea hunting in a long time, so I forget. <laughs> but I used to go a lot. Uh, you mean with fishing? My friend, with my friend Hambo. <laughs> yeah, you call fishing hunting? Well, slow hunting? Well, we would shoot fish with a rifle, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so in Jaws, um, which is a silly fantasy movie. Right. It's, uh, I thought it was like uh, real at first, but it's not. They made... They made it up. It's the same director that went on to make that stupid movie about an alien who eats candy with a boy. Um, so Roy Scheider, the actor, climbs up the... It's like a mast, but it's sort of on You're a, talking about the crow's nest? Like uh, the basket of yes, The crow's nest. Okay. But the crow's nest is not like a full bucket like on a pirate ship, but it's like a right. metal band as a support can, for your back. I can back. picture right. that. When yep. you're standing up there with a the rifle, the bone goes. Ar- a lot of people don't know this. The bone goes around your th- thigh bone like that, and it's called the t- <laughs> the tennis serve bone because <laughs> you put a lot of pressure on it when you're about to serve. Ask Djokovic, ask Federer, ask Serena, ask John McEnroe, ask Boris Becker, and this other is for people. any of the listeners. Feel free to ask any of them. Yeah. Ask that girl from Ontario that's doing well now. Uh, Andre Seku, is that how you say it? Yes. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Uh, so that's, you make over $4 million a month doing that. <laughs> then second profit-wise is your yes. podcast, uh, Give Me a Fucking Break with Dr. Gumbo. Oh, give me a fucking break. Oh, give me a fucking uh, Sorry, yeah. O-G. Oh, G A M M No F B O G M A Yeah F B Some people get mixed up and they call into my call in show. Yeah. They call there's a call in section when I tell people on Twitter I tell them I'm gonna be recording, you can call in and ask a question. Right. And they call in totally off base. Uh, thinking that I'm an OGBYN. Oh yeah, and because you, <laughs> the show is with Doctor Gumbo. That That's is the true. thing, OGBYN with Doctor Gumbo. But it's so close, but it's not that. So I, yeah, I mean, unless they're having a problem with a very specific part of their thigh that relates to their tennis game, you kind of can't really tell them much. I just tell them, hey, if you're gonna have a baby, have the baby. Because if you don't, I, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> Oh, give me a fucking break. Uh, And third, profit-wise, is your tennis career. (laughs) Yeah, but that's more like gambling with the boys, yeah. But I do make pretty penny doing that. I'm pretty good. 
But yeah, now that Count Frogula's gone, I don't know what the hell I'm gonna do. I'm gonna ha- find. I'm gonna have to find another guy. You don't play singles. I do, but you know, doubles is where the money's at. Oh, double or nothing. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay. Well. Yep. And Sorry. Count Frogula, you met three years ago when he joined yeah, he the was, club. He was new at the club. New at the club. Weird guy would order weird things <laughs> like a Manhattan. Would yeah, read weird books like yeah. a story. Yeah, he was reading something, some kind of frou frou book last time I saw him by a guy named James Patterson. <laughs> <laughs> what is this crap? You know what I mean? This yeah. made up fantasy crap. When was something the about the president thing? needing to hide for a bit? I don't know. <laughs> is that what it's called? <laughs> yeah, where's the president hiding? <laughs> It's like a Where's Waldo. <laughs> yeah. Well, each chapter was a different room in the White House. <laughs> and it wasn't pictures. It wasn't like Where's Waldo where there's pictures. But as you read, you had to think if the president was behind any of the furniture that you were reading about. So it would say like, just the desk, there's shoes sticking out. <laughs> yeah. Go over to the shoes. Oh, it's just shoes. <laughs> yeah, where is the president? <laughs> I'm starting to see But also, uh, <laughs> it's gripping because there's terrorists on the roof. Oh, so you do like this book. <laughs> no, uh, this is what Count Frogula told me. Apparently, it's gripping. Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, gripping to a guy who drinks Manhattans but won't smoke a cigar with a nice scotch. Oh, that, speaking of which, there's a man behind you is holding up a glass i think mm-hmm. i feel like he doesn't want to bother you but he's like s- keeps kind of raising his oh, eyebrows yeah. and leaning back and forth on his heels and his balls of his feet do you mm-hmm. know that you know who that is yes i do <laughs> okay yeah I think <laughs> okay he, i think i think the drink is for you <laughs> thank you ashford my pleasure's uh this is Ashford. He knows that I like orange juice freshly squeezed in the morning and scotch right after 11.30 a.m. and on. And you told me so when you started here. If you ever saw us leaving the parking lot of this place, get me a scotch as soon as you can because I'll need it. And you remembered, Ashford, and I, I, I respect that about you. I wrote it on a napkin. You're a good man. You're a good servant to me. I I'll, okay well, I do just work work here. But anyway, anyways, well we won't get into that. <laughs> yes, but I am. You called me the, that before. I am one of the the highest status members here. So technically, yes, yes when I am here, you are serving me. Are you not? Uh, yes, sir. Technically serving you. Yes, that is true. That is true. Uh, yes, excellent, excellent, mm-hmm. sir. And what did I teach you, Ashford, for when you're not working here? When I'm not working here, I'm to win every conversation. Every conversation is a battle, a battlefield to be won. And on the battleground, you will never surrender. If you are to surrender, in the rest of your life, you'll, you'll be weak. And then you'll never find yourself a wife. Or your wife will know everything about you, which is the same thing. And it's sad. And it's either too much information or, or you're leading a sad, lonely life. I would never say that you said that better than me, Ashford. But you said it in a way that I really liked. <laughs> I love your show, sir. I love your show, and uh, I love your work. Thank you. Um, Thank you. 
And uh, well, and uh, it's uh, all from the gut. Thank you for everything for everything you ever taught me. This man's a genius. I don't know if you know this, sir, but this man's a genius, and and, and he's changed it my was life. Was a parent from the top. Oh, okay. Well, thank you. Um, thank you. I, I I should I should say no more as I am at work, and and I should. I should uh, uh, leave you be, but please let me well, know if you need anything else. And you, yeah, sir, you, can I get you something? You, I know you're online, but can I get you something? Yeah, well, uh, just so you know, you're on mic right now, and I'm the highest status member of this podcast, so you're kind of serving me. Oh, hmm. oh, dear God. I've never been on before. Is this... Sh- do I play a sound effect? Do I do a... Is that what normally oh, do happens? do you have your own drops? I have my own drops, Yes. You said always get, you said always come prepared with drops. <laughs> b- 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 what can I get you? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Not sure about that. <laughs> Thank you for calling me a genius, Ashford. I mean, my father was definitely a genius, and I inherited all of his money, so therefore I must be a genius as well, shouldn't I? <laughs> it stands to reason, sir. And anyone with uh, who, who doesn't even know a father uh, is, is desperately trying to, uh, to to seek the affection that they've never had. I've genuinely become the richest man on the planet to have a successful podcast that just tells it like it is to blue-collar workers. Plus, you get in some wonderful Twitter, Twitter arguments, sir, and, and you, are, you are always coming out on top. I've seen I- you quote Thank tweet you. some people with with barely any followers and then your tweet will get marginally more likes than theirs don't you admire how much i burn the strangers replying to me you've always got a clap back sir <laughs> did you see that one guy who said where's your empathy you cretin and and then i replied to him uh you know go cuck yourself and then i ratioed him <laughs> yes, yeah, so I don't know how you've done it, but every time you've ratioed these people, <laughs> it's as if you have 13 million followers on there. Well, <laughs> it's not like I just bought Twitter or anything. <laughs> no, I'm not sure that you did. <laughs> I'm not sure where that landed, but I, I, I'm... congratulations if you did, sir, and, and uh, my condolences if it didn't go through. You will someday, sir. You'll 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 own everything online, and then it'll only be your thoughts. That's all we need. Yeah, one person's thoughts. That's all we need. One, but one person's thoughts out there. I Freedom genuinely would love as, that, as long as it's yours. You know, exactly. As long as they agree with you, then uh, and say what you will. I Ash- I agree, hundred percent. Ashford, we're talking about the death of Count Frogula. Uh, Poor kid. No. Uh, Poor kid. That's when one of was my the drops. last time either Whoa. of you had seen... <laughs> Whoa. It's when I'm distraught. Ah. <laughs> ah. Me likey. <laughs> uh, 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 Ashford, Ashford. Uh. <laughs> Give me a fucking break. <laughs> Humana, humana. <laughs> when was the last time either of you had seen Count Frogula? <laughs> last time I saw him, he was lying on the tennis court, face mangled, <laughs> yeah. and I was drinking orange juice. A 
I guess I should have specified alive. Oh, right. Ah, that was probably after the big match the night uh, just before that. Yes, and congratulations, sir, again. Thank you. Marvelous display. I I would say congratulations to Count Frogula uh, as well, but he doesn't uh, need that anymore, does he? You'll have to wait for hell for that. Oh, if there's a hell, yes. (laughs) Count Frogula's there for sure, burning (laughs) alive, screaming that uh, he shouldn't have been so weak to get himself murdered like a fool. (laughs) Oh, you think anyone who's murdered goes to hell? Is that one of your 38 rules? Honestly, yeah. never be murdered. Honestly, if you get murdered, you're a cuck. <laughs> now I feel like some of this is getting a bit dated. But <laughs> <laughs> dated? <laughs> is that cuck is so 2016, dude? Mm, right, right. Making, I'm making a note, sir. But I'm an Avoid old, rich, white man, cuck. so w- my my lexicon is dated. And the lexicon's what you make it, sir. If you keep using it on your show, then it stays popular. May it never Thank die. Thank you, Ashford. Thank you, Ashford. Just make a drop of it, and then soon everyone will be saying it all the time. Yes. Don't be a cork. <laughs> Every now and then I try to scroll through Twitter followers I don't like to see what is the cool new slang. <laughs> <laughs> so you had, a, you had a big match the day before. Oh, yes. yeah. Was this the final of a tournament, or is there was there still more to come? It was a best thirty out of uh, forty-eight games tournament. <laughs> yes, <laughs> first one to thirty. But if the other team wins eighteen, then you just call it quits. <laughs> We were playing two very rich men with blonde, curly hair. Yes. Um, they were good, but me and Count Frogula were better. We we win, We won a 30. Yeah. Oh, that mm. was game 30 the day before. Mm. Yeah. We didn't yes. give them a chance. Mm-hmm. No, you didn't let them play. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like they weren't playing, I'll tell you that. No, of course, yes. You won 40 love every game, every match. Impressive. Ashford. Yes. May I please get a, a finger of Lafroig uh, on the rocks? Of course, sir. Right away. I, I usually don't get my scotch on the rocks, but uh, I'm sad today. He can really, that guy can really scurry. Look at him go. Oh, yeah. He's desperately, wow. like, in a cellar throwing out other scotch bottles looking. <laughs> yeah. Did, didn't I tell him? Doesn't he look like he's in service to me, boys? Yeah, I mean, he does. Yeah. yeah, he truly loves what you do. But honestly, when he comes back and I'm drinking my scotch, you should interrogate the shit out of him. Oh, okay. What? You're suspicious. Well, he comes from a less than desirable apartment complex <laughs> in a neighborhood that I own. <laughs> And the, oh, so you know it's And the not apartment good. complex is less than desirable because of how I own it. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't trust anyone who rents from me. <laughs> anyone who rents from me is shit, you know? <clears throat> hey, Yuaza. Thank you very much, uh, Ashford. Didn't hear a word. Mm, Lafroig. Smells like, uh, you know why I enjoy it? 
uh, Irish boy over here. It smells like the peat moss of a rock just under a bridge in Ireland. So delicious. But I guess it's uh, Scotch, so I meant Scotland. (laughs) (laughs) It can still smell like peat moss, I guess. Uh, Yeah, it smells like peat moss from over there. (laughs) (laughs) You spat on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I only like America. Ashford, do you mind if we interrogate the the shit out of you? Happens every day, sir. Here we go. Cheers, boys. <laughs> <laughs> now, you were already there squeezing orange juice the yes, morning sir. that Dr. Gumbo had found Count Frogula. You were already at the tennis court. That's right. So I was setting up the machines that automatically shoot the balls. That's exactly where he was found. And the Cheer- method of death with, <laughs> with which death got him. Yes. Cheers, correct. boys. Cheers. <laughs> this will be fun. Keep talking, Ashford. Well, yes, and 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 um and I saw him. Of course, I saw him come in, and um, then uh, <clears throat> he waltzed right over to the machine, began inspecting it, and uh, perhaps it just went on the on the fritz, the damn thing. And then uh, bang, 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 oof, right into his face. It was a nasty sort of sight, but uh, I witnessed it happen actually, and it was uh, quite an accident, and nothing could be done. I, I saw the whole thing happen with uh, with an orange juice in one hand and a scotch in the other. I I, uh, I simply didn't have the, uh, the, the, uh, the abilities to, uh, to make any sort of uh, attempt to stop it. It was just all now, happened before my eyes. I didn't inquire how exactly, maybe like a, a big handprint in his hair, but apparently it sounded like his body looked like someone had held him there in front of the machine. Hmm. That that sounds like that could be what uh, what uh, what it could be. But that Ashford, uh, that... where do you live? I live in I live in an apartment complex. Terrible. It's awful. And I listen to your show, and your show tells me to take matters into my own hands. Your shows your show tells me to to take rightfully what's mine. And you know what? Count Frogula, I'll say it, Count Frogula was everything you told me to hate. He was a reader of stories. He never read a single book that you recommended on your show. He wasn't even friends with you. Exactly. Made up stories, too. They weren't even recollections. No. No. At least make it an old half-remembered tale, not something from an imagined mind. It was pathetic. He drank Manhattans. Yes. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah, I, all right. Fine. I killed him, but I did it out of love of you and love of your show. Really, it was your words, Dr. Gumbo. Well, you inspired me. And someday I'm not going to be in that apartment complex anymore. Someday I'm going to own my uh, own my own apartment complex. The ultimate job is to be a <laughs> landlord, like you say, and that's what I'm going to do. Free well, you money. Can't, you can't arrest a man the admirable and uh, passionate like that, can you? you a good uh, old one of solid your American. Be hey. so inspiring you can't be arrested. Big dog makes the laws. That's what I know. <laughs> yes. This is this is almost a happy ending. Ashford, you've blossomed into a, a man of your own. Thank you, sir. And uh, for my first ever podcast appearance, I I thought I'd be more nervous. 
You're a natural. Maybe you can come on, oh, give me a fucking break. That would be a dream, sir. I would love <laughs> to hear your story about how you overcame living in one of the apartment complexes that I own myself. <laughs> haven't done it yet. Haven't done it yet. It started with, by murdering your tennis partner. That was only step one. But I am on my way, sir. And someday I'll be rid of that place. Uh, uh, the fucking ceiling leaks. And that wraps up another successful episode of Killed to Death. Uh, wow. I want to thank Zach Aaron for our uh, theme song and Brady Schumer for our art. Uh, what do I want people to do, Steve? You want them to check out uh, Kill to Death podcast at gmail.com. Well, don't check that out. Email that if you have a suggestion <laughs> of a murder. Check out email address. Check out that address when you're typing it into the uh, two bar and the email. Subject line, I got a suggestion for you. And then uh, content of the email, that's up to you. Uh, you can also uh, check out Kill to Death podcast on Instagram. Hmm. K2D pod on Twitter. Um, that's it. Uh, we're going to turn now to Dr. Gumbo. Dr. Gumbo, this is, of course, the plug section of the show. Uh, mm. Besides, uh, give me a fucking break. Is there anything people should listen to? Yeah, I, you know, there's a podcast that I really like right now that the theme is each episode focuses on character from history or from, uh, you know... Uh, movies or something that are characters that i admire myself um that i find inspiring it's a very inspiring podcast it's called evil men and uh the hosts of that are mike balazzo james hartnett and uh, chris Locke. and now they call themselves comedians which uh, as you know rubs me wrong yeah they've got a slap coming mm. yes i would love for the will smith to punch the shit out of them <laughs> for any measly reason um <laughs> but uh otherwise the, the the like they did an episode on blackbeard they did an episode on such luminaries as ivan the terrible um rasputin you do you know, think there's a jordan peterson one coming there should be to be honest uh you know his book 12 rules for living did inspire my book coming out soon 32 rules for living you need more rules you damn fool um but uh the weird thing i know about these comedians is they're it's like it's like what i was saying about count frogula i didn't see eye to eye with the the way they're personal personally like for example i know chris Locke is a very funny comedian from what I've heard people say and he actually possesses empathy and really doesn't like people like me at all in real life. <laughs> uh, he's a sensitive man, uh, but uh, that worries about the state of the world. So I don't personally agree with that. Dumbo, Dr. Dumbo Gumbo doesn't agree with that. <laughs> but Palazzo and James Hartnett are good. Those guys seem like more my speed, like a bunch <laughs> There are a couple of jerks, uh, bitter, uh, money hungry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like those guys. <laughs> so check out yeah. Evil Men. It is uh, so fucking funny. Uh, and you can find it on the Sonar Network where we live as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I also Just heard next door. That, I also heard that this uh, frou-frou, like, 
little uh, sensitive bubble bath taking poetry reading idiot Chris Locke has a Piece comedy. Of shit. Yeah, has a co- weak weak man has a comedy special coming out on Crave. Mm. Uh, this summer or this fall because Bell won't give him the release date because they're they've got other fish to fry like uh, I guess but it is coming soon fish to hunt with a rifle yeah yeah. so there's that to look at well that's exciting hell yeah yeah Mm. but I'm sure uh, that will be promoted on his socials uh, whether it be Twitter or or Instagram I'm sure it will you know these freaking guys um I think his is at Chris Lock World on Twitter and at Chris Lock Fun on Instagram. But yeah. You know. But so be sure not to follow those accounts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, he talks about his feelings and stuff. It's not for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Steve, do you have every, any plugs? Yeah. Every now and then he'll mention he's upset and then I will mute him. <laughs> uh, no, just listen to Evil Men. I want to say to all of our listeners out there, Mm. this one's for you. (laughs) Keep your stick on the ice. To anyone listening, to everyone listening out there, duct tape will fix anything. If women don't find you handsome, they should at least find you handy. For everyone who's listening out there, Old school Canadian cliches are the best. (laughs) I need my Timmies. Killed to Death is produced and recorded by Steve Cook and Griffin Toplitsky and is a proud part of the Sonar Network. Music by Zach Aaron. Art by Brady Schumer. Special thanks to Mike Mangiardi, Katie Lure, and Tom Shank. Please follow and like Killed to Death wherever you can so the boys know how to value their worth as human beings. has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.